Hey, yo, so it doesn't happen too often, but every once in a while it has to happen, man. Sometimes the shit hit a little different and you got to show back up multiple times in a short amount of time. So, yo, for the, is this my first time doing this, brother? Uh, saying, like, is this my first time doing two episodes? Nah, I did two episodes before, right? In one day? Now, I don't know if you ever pulled the double uh, like this. I did. I did one with diplomatic community. Same, I did, same I, topic? Same, same, same topic, no, not though? same topic. Well, yeah, okay, we did the Will yeah, and okay. Jada shit, but we ain't doing that in 2022. No. I, I don't want to talk okay. about Will no yeah. more. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> yo, welcome back to One Take No Chaser. But, yo, it's, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. And this morning I woke up with something on my chest. I said what I said. I felt how I felt, man. And, and, and it hit different, man. Like, the two brothers who I'm here with this evening, you know, literally hit me up, like, back to back and was like yo bro like seriously like I, yo, I needed that i need to get on man because that topic you hit on was important man and so I'm, yeah. I'm i'm very very glad to have y'all here with me and more importantly i'm glad to be back man so welcome back to one take no chaser i got my man one take no chaser veteran my man sam what up brother no doubt it was good brother how I'm you doing it was good Son, good to see I'm you good, again, man. man. Good to see you. And then I got yeah, lo- yeah, long time, first time listener. Like, so in other words, this dude been listening since day one, but it's his first time on the show. I got I got the big bro Hawk. Man, Hawk, what up, brother? I can't call it, brother. Hey it's man. Pleasure. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you, man. Like, so you know what the conversation is, man. It's mom dudes, bro. Like, and so I shared my story earlier and we talked on a couple of things. And from each one of y'all, I heard that this was needed. And I also know that we are all in similar straits yet again. Um, I thought I was the OG. Like I said, my mother had passed away. It's been 18 years. I thought I was an OG. But Sen, you, you, you the real OG. And I'm going to let you, I'm, I'm going to give you all the time you need to get that off your chest. And Hulk, you, yeah. it's, it's like, yo, so in the group chat, we were saying, it's a fraternity that you don't want to be in, bro. Like, we, we I mean... Hard. You don't, want, you don't want nothing to do with this, yeah. but, but we here. And Hawk is very recent. Like, you're talking months, if I'm not mistaken. Man, actually, sorry for your loss, man. Actually, a year. A year. So, this is, there's levels to this shit, man. So, I'm going to step back for a minute, and I'm going to give the space up for people to just say what they need to say based on the conversation you heard earlier. But I'll set the question for you. You know, Hawk, I'm going to start with you, brother. Tell me about your moms, bro. Tell them, tell them, tell them what they need to know. Wow. Um, I don't even know where to begin with that, but um, I just, I lost my mother a year ago. And um, the sad thing about it is I'm 53 years old and my mother just really came into my life on, on, on some real mother status like maybe 10 years ago. So I just started learning my mother. She just started learning me. Um, And in the process, I met my wife and everything and she started loving my wife. And then, you know, cancer reared its ugly head and we ended up losing her a day after my birthday. Fuck cancer, bro. Fuck cancer in the ass in the pink part. Yeah. Um, Mm. And um, it, 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 it hit different because, backstory, I was raised by two sets of parents. Okay. My mother got pregnant with me when she was 14 years old in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they had a school for pregnant females. Mm-hmm. Like this shit was contagious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a disease. Yeah. 
And, you know, you didn't, at that time, you didn't want that stigma on your family. So she ended up sending her to New York to her cousin. Now the cousin ended up raising me with her husband. Mm-hmm. So in all sense and purposes, I had two moms and two dads. Right? Now, their agreement was, you know, every Christmas and every summer, I was spending Charlotte so I would know who my mom was and my family. But the woman that raised me was there every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why my mom just came into my life 10 years ago and we started to learn each other. The crazy thing is me and her took a road trip from Atlanta. And during the road trip, you know, I was playing music that I know she would love to hear. You know, that's, you know, that uh, that brown liquor music. You know, it. you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, Marvin Cease and all that, you know. And we were driving and she just looked at me. She was like, yo, you're cool. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm what? Mm-hmm. I was like, she was like, yeah, like, you're cool to hang around. I was like, I would think so. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that type of that type of situation. And then, you know, the older I got, me and her really just started really kicking it. And my hope was when me and my wife bought our home here was to have her come through. Mm-hmm. And when we finally got in the home, which was actually a month ago, mm-hmm. I said, the biggest thing is my mom would never get to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was crazy, man. Like, uh, on my birthday, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in birthday mode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm drinking, I'm smoking cigars. And, and my wife said, you know, babe, did you talk to Ma today? I'm like, oh shit. No, you, oh damn. No, I didn't. So I FaceTimed her and she said, as soon as she picked up the phone, she said, baby, I'm dying. What? Mm. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? And now we just went to the hospital the day before the drop off her, her Christmas presents. And she could only get one visitor a day. So my sister went up to see her and took all the presents. So she FaceTimed us showing her oh, her opening her presents and all of that. And this is the next day. And she's like, yeah, I'm dying. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, I'm on oxygen and they're telling me I'm not going to make it. So I'm not going to beat it. I just need y'all to get at peace with it. What the? What are you talking about? Like, what? Mm. Can we curse on this? Absolutely. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? She's like, yeah. Um, I'm cool. I love you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So I just passed the phone off to my wife. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to hear that right now. Like, Ma's tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, we got shit to do tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Ma, stop bugging. I'll be there tomorrow. So my wife speaks to her. Everybody leaves the crib. By the time my sister and her husband get to their house, 
the hospital calls us. You know, y'all need to get here. She's in ICU. She's non-responsive. What? Once again, I'm in birthday mode. I'm drunk. I had to sober up real quick and drive 45 minutes to the hospital. By the time we get there, we walk into ICU. She's sitting on the bed, eyes wide open, bruh. Chest not moving. And I literally walked in. I said, I took my mask off. I said, Mom, the fuck are you doing, yo? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And at that point, she took a deep breath. And she started breathing. I said, yo, stop playing with me, man. Like, we got stuff to do. Like, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And the crazy thing is, her best friend called me. Well, called, well, she called her best friend that day and was like, you know, you're the best friend that anybody could have. Actually, this was a this was the day before on my birthday. And she was like, you know, you're the best friend anybody could have. You know, I'm not going to beat this. You know, I'm dying. She said, well, you know, but my friends, bitch, you tripping. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can't die today because it's Larry's birthday. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I'll wait. I didn't know that was an option. Right. Right. I didn't know that checking out, you can tell them to hold the door. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she ends up like we, we sit there that night and the doctor's like, you know, this is pretty much what it's going to be. There's not going to be too much change in this. Go home. We'll call you guys in the morning if there's any change. Hopefully she'll get better and we'll have that discussion. Silently, me and my wife are praying on the way home, like, don't die on my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't give me that to live with. Right. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it was some selfish shit, but it but it is. You know what I'm saying? You beg bar and still the days as you get them, bro. Come on, man. So we go to bed, we wake up to a phone call. Yeah, uh, nothing changed. Actually, it got worse. So you guys need to get here because the only thing that's keeping her alive is a drip. Mm. Once we stop the drip, she's done. What? What? Uh, uh, huh? So my wife is like, you know, you want to go? And I'm like, nah. I've seen that movie before. The ending sucks. Yeah, it's not a good one. So I, I, went through, I went through that with my dad when I was holding his hand when he passed. So I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm cool. So my wife was like, you know, I'm going. My wife is a trooper. She's having sent, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was there for the whole, the whole shit. So she gets to the hospital and she walks in the room. She's like, did y'all have somebody come in and take care of mom? I'm like, what are you talking about? She said, yo, I'm standing here and your mother looks beautiful. Oh. I said, what? She said, yeah. It's like somebody came in and like oiled her down. Like she just looks like she's fucking glowing. I said, get the fuck out of here. 
She's like, no, for real. So the doctor walks in and, and you know, he gives them the spiel on what's going to happen and all that. And my wife was like, is there anything you want to tell your mom? I was like, well, you know, I just wanted to know that I love her and I'm going to miss her. She said, well, I'm sure she knows that already. And the doctor said, well, are you guys ready? And she was like, yeah. And it was silence for maybe 30 seconds. And all I heard my wife say was, is she gone? And the doctor said, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. This woman Mm -hmm. that is part of my DNA, this woman that when anyone looks at me, they say they see her. This woman that me and her, we bumped heads a lot, but it was because we were so much alike is no longer here. Bruh, to this day, I'm not cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I do. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time, bro. It's gonna take time, bro. I'm telling you right now. And and and, and there's no and there's no time. In other words, it's like there's not like, oh, it's gonna be three years, you be straight. It's gonna like be like my, my aunt told me, she said the one thing I can tell you is that it's going to get better. I just can't tell you when. Yeah. That's a fact. fact. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. Um, And now that I'm in the city that she was in, it drives me bananas, B. Just to think about like how we would have done. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Um, not trying to eat up all your time. Nah, brother, listen, no, this is... Nah, this, take your time, this is, Take your time, but, brother. But, but it's, it's... 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 It's a lot, bro. Yeah. And... And... The fact that... And, and one of my boys hit me. He was like, yo, dude. I was trying to... I was trying to figure out why it hit me so differently than when the woman that raised me passed away. Then when the man that raised me passed away, then when my biological father passed away, why is this hitting me so hard? He said, bro, you must have forgot. You listened to her heartbeat. You were, you, you, you were in this woman. You, you listened Fast to her. Through. You, came, you, understand through. you like, came through. You came through, bro. Like you literally you know, passed through. Yes. You're from That's her. hitting you so different. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. And I've been taking it. It's damn near like rehab. You got to take it one day at a time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some days are better than others. Sure. Some days my wife will look at me and be like, it's not a good day. is it? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go to the house that she lived in because it's still our family home and I'll sit there and sometimes I'll talk to her because me practicing Yoruba, I know that the spirit is not gone. Mm-hmm. Your elders are always with you. Okay, Ashe. And the one thing that I also know is that you can't get rid of energy. No, you cannot. The one thing that you can not get rid of his energy. 
right? So with that being said, I know her energy is here. So sometimes I go in the house and I just sit down and talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Every time I walk in the house, hey, ma. Sometimes I sit on the couch, on the couch and just talk. You know what I'm saying? Now, whether something comes back to me or not, it is what it is. But I do, I do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you, you do what you need to do in order to make peace with what you gotta make peace with in the space and time that you have to be able to make peace with it. Um, uh, we've been there. I want you to tell me something though. Hulk. I ain't gonna, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get to you in a minute, Sam, but I want you to tell me in to the mother that you knew when you 10 years ago that you learned, who was she? To, like, tell us, like, tell us who she was, bro. I think that's important, bro. Like, like I said, my mother was the mayor. Whole piece of work. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Tell them. Like, she loved her bidwis. She loved her spades. She loved going out. Like, like even when she was in the hospital, her motivation for getting better was, yo, I want to get out and I want to play cards with my friends. I want to have her come over. And the one thing my wife mentioned to me, she said, she was there one time when she said that to the doctor. And the doctor looked at my mom like, damn. she don't know that she ain't going to make it. You, you you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In her mind, it was, I'm going to get better, get back out there and do what I do. Anybody that knows my mother tells me the same thing. Your mother didn't play no games. She loved y'all hard. If you fucked with her, you knew about it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You'll get them hands and feet fucking with my mama. <laughs> fuck around, get your fuck around, get your back dirty. Fuck around, get what? your back dirty. What the shoulder blade? You'll get the shoulder blade dirty fucking with my mama, and not by me. Right. It was her. You understand what I'm saying? So I got it honest, but the more I, you know, the older I got, the more I realized all the shit that I do. A lot of it came from her. You understand what I'm saying? Her and my yeah. pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just had, we, we, we just sat down for uh, my pop's birthday. And my aunt was sitting across from me, staring at me. I was like, what's wrong with you? She's like, yo, I'm really trying to figure out how you have your mama and your daddy in one face. Facts. You, you understand what I'm saying? She's like, yo, when you talk to me, I hear my brother. When you walk in the room, I feel my brother. But when I look at you, I see your mother and your dad. Yeah, man. I can I can I yo, so this is all right. I'm now niggas already got at me for crying early. I ain't gonna do it again. I'm 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 cool, I think. Um you you spoke on something that jumped at me and two two specific things i lost my aunt in 2020 the next the day after i lost my grandmother so i lost my grandmother and my aunt in back-to-back days um my aunt love my aunt Aunt emma was 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 fucking everything to me bro like she was she was my mother's sister but i 
purposely wouldn't get on the phone or meet with Aunt Emma because when she talked, sound like my mom, mom. And I can't do right. it. And I couldn't do it, bro. Like, I, I couldn't, I could not do it. It's, and she would call me. And when she would call me, when she was getting sicker, I'm going to take the phone call because I understand you're calling me in peril. Like, at that part, I understand. Uh, right. But her voice, it sounds just like my mother. And I, like, I, there's, there's home videos and VHS and DVDs, my mom on it. Nope. No way. No way. And you talk about 18 years. Nope. Not there yet. Still not there yet. Now, I'm not going to oh, be trust there. Me, I get it. I'm not going to be there because the moment that shit goes on, I don't know what kind of spiral I'm going to be in. And I don't right. know if I want anything to do with that shit. So for me, I'm still in the It's space. heavy, bro. Son. It's heavy. It's and so, to deal with, man. Now, Sen, you in a different boat, bro. Like, Sen, I thought I was the OG, but Sen, you the OG. So, brother, you called me earlier. Like, on FaceTime and was like, yo, like, yo, son, that episode, I need to... And when you started talking, I said, hold on. No, everybody deserves to hear about this woman and your story as well. So tell them, bro. Yeah, man, my mom's... My mother was something, man. She was uh, re, a single mom with five kids before New York City. Um, my family is originally from Florida. Um, my mother was a social butterfly, vibrant personality. When she walks in a room, the charisma just... It's just, it exudes off of her. Um, very resilient. Um, a woman who wouldn't tell you. Very prideful if something was wrong. Right? You had to really look at her and be like, you good? She'd be like, no, nah, everything's okay. No, that was my mom. Um, my, my mom is, she's me. Right? Um, I get everything from her. Um, something you said earlier, wrong with the music, that's my mother. Um, I grew up as a kid hearing like the Izzy brothers, Nina Simone. Uh, Marvin Gaye, anything from Motown, Rick James, like so. Me as an adult, that that's just who I am. Like that, that she passed that along to me. But my mother, I'm the baby boy of five. My mother was everything to me. She's everything again. Single parent home, so my mom is everything. And there's an eight year difference between me and my next sibling. So even though it's five of us. He was a real I'm kind of being boy. raised as like the only child, even mm-hmm. though they they're in the house with their teenagers. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just me and my mother. She's my ev- when I say everything, my everything. Um, she instilled something in me from a kid, and it was be yourself unapologetically. And I didn't understand what she was doing until I got older and realized that yo, like I'm I'm from a certain place in the world, but you know, I have different parts of me that people might not understand, and I'm okay with that. Right. She instilled that into me early. Her being someone from a, a strict Southern household, but came to New York City and she's running around with James Brown. Like these are her friends. Like he lived in Queens for a while. You know, some of that, I'm just learning some of that now, but I've seen the old pictures, right? So, you know, this is my mother, but I lost my mother abruptly. Remember I told you she's very mm-hmm. prideful. So I lost my mother when I was 11. So this November, it'll be 33 years. Damn. Wow. Um, so, when I listened to the pod early, it hit me. Um, so my mother came home one October and she was like, I don't feel well, I have a headache. So, you know, you're thinking, okay, mom, maybe have the flu, whatever. So she's like, I'm not going to work. So when I come home from school, she's throwing up, she's dizzy. So I'm like, yeah, she's like, it's the flu, whatever. She's like, I have a toothache. So she goes to the dentist, nothing wrong. I come home the third day, 
I get off the bus, there's an ambulance there. So I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Somebody in the building, you know, sick. I see them bringing my mother out. So again, I'm 11. You know, I'm not processing what's going on. So they, you know, they just want to go check on mommy, right? So I'm like, okay, they like, now you got to go stay with your aunt right now. So I'm like, okay, it's really nobody look after me. You know, my siblings are older, whatever. So then the next week, my, my brother from Florida comes up and he's taking my mother to Florida. And they're like, oh, she just wants to rest. Again, I'm not processing this. The next week, my sisters go to Florida to see my mom, right? And now I'm just finding out they knew, my, my mother told them she was dying. And they knew that she was in stage four cancer, dog. And this is another conversation that goes to health care in the hood and us not having access. Like, she didn't even know. Like, she didn't know, right? Um, so... Now I'm staying with my aunt. And again, I'm thinking mommy's going to be okay. She'll call me on the phone. We'll talk. I'm not even knowing she's in the hospital. I'm thinking she's just home rested. You know, living in Brownsville, it can be stressful, right? I'm not thinking cancer. So now it's Thanksgiving. Like, this was like a, a one-month thing, man. This wasn't even a drawn-out thing. So I'll never forget, as I told Ron earlier, I'm watching Perfect Strangers on TV. And the phone rings, and my sister's screaming. And they're like, mommy's dead. And I'm like, wait, what? So again, I cry, but I'm, I'm young. I'm really not processing this. Like, I'm like, what? Right, like, right. wait, what? Right. So now, you know, I'm, 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 I didn't cry because I'm just, I'm in shock, right? Knowing what I know now early, I need therapy, right? And that's something that came later on as an adult. Mm. Um, we go to the funeral. I look at the, ca- I look at the casket. And I, and I, and I don't look at the casket anymore. I take one glance, take my eyes off of it, keep my head down the whole funeral. Like, I'm, I'm refused to, like, look. We walk up to the casket, do the whole roundabout thing. Like, I, I don't want to look. Like, I, I, did, I never looked. Right? So then they took me back to see. I'm not crying. I literally had my head down the whole time. Um, after the funeral, I go with my cousins and we go play. I never cry. Right? You know, then I have to stay in Florida for a little while. For three months. And then I started acting out and they sent me back to New York. So now we fast forward to an adult and I've seen some, I'm seeing and learning some of the behaviors that I exhibited is me not having parental guidance or just receiving love. Something simple as you did good or a hug. So I, I pretty much have my sisters raise me, but I've raised myself emotionally, which is tough, like, right? Cause I've took on some of those same things of like how to, how I feel, like, right? my, my my closest friends in New York had to call me out, Ron. Y'all remember? Yeah. Y'all called me out like, yo, you good? Sure did. Like, now we feel like we don't know you because, like, uh, you know, I wouldn't express how I felt, right? And sure. losing my mother so abruptly, like, I wish she was here so that she could see how successful I've become, right? Like, I didn't fall. I didn't fall to some of the temptations that my family members fell to of the street life, just going to jail, selling the drugs, just doing all kinds of crazy things, right? Um, I wish she was here to see me raise my daughter and be like an amazing father, right? And, and, and I never really had closure with it because I never really thought about it. Um, yeah. I told Ron and them earlier, like there was a time I didn't cry for like 25 straight years. I, I wasn't joking. Like I did not cry, that's not healthy. No. Right, because it was like repressed memories. I never had any dreams about my mother or anything. But around her birthday, which is four days after mine, or around Thanksgiving, I would always become extremely depressed. Um, while I was in college, if there was a game on her birthday, just mark it off. I'm gonna play like shit. It's, it's, it's not. Even, I'm I'm just not even there. 
Um, excuse me, fellas. No, it's okay, brother. It's okay. It's all right, bro. Like, I'm, I'm trying, bro. And so that's why we, you know, why we Yeah. Me having my daughter, this stuff since she was born, now doing Thanksgiving, I can be happy. So I had a dream around 2012 where I was kind of, I'm in education, but I'm, I'm trying to like balance two worlds. Like I'm, in, I'm being an educator, but then I have like friends and family members who are still in the street. And it's, just, it's not a reality. You can't, you can't do both. You just, you just can't. Um, so my mother came to me in a dream and we drove to my old neighborhood in the Ville, and I'm seeing my friends, family members, and she's like, baby, I'm okay, I'm at peace. I'm proud of you. Let these people go. Live your life. And we drove back to my house and she gave me a kiss and she got on my car and walked away. I woke up in tears. I told you I hadn't cried in 25 years, but there were like tears of joy and I smelled a perfume in my house, which was odd because she passed in 89, right? Um, but I remember that smell and I began to have peace. That was my closure because I would compartmentalize like my emotions. Right, and me being 44, I'm just through therapy and through meeting my, my brothers, Ron and some of my other guys in my group chat, they're showing me, dog, it, it's okay. It's okay, like it, it, it's okay. You have people that care about you, your love, yeah. Yeah. right? So through yeah. therapy, and like I said, Brother Hawk, it's gonna take some time, but, and I do get sad, but I, I try to celebrate my mother's life because she wasn't with me that long i've been without her longer than i was with her right so what i do is I've, i'm someone who's very resilient and i try to take on my mother's characteristics of being resilient um and just in being myself unapologetically and being a social butterfly and just being myself but losing a parent as a man um for me i exhibited so and, I, and, I, and i'm strong enough and at a point in my life I can say this of like just womanizing and, and, and just being all over the place emotionally because I didn't learn how to love a woman. Because my mother wasn't there. Son. Right? Son. Yeah. What you just right. said, what you just said, son, and, and son again. We're not first of all, let's be clear. Like this is like this is real shit we're talking, bro. Like, yeah, I got a podcast, so we put this out there because I, I know that people need this, but this is real shit, right? And it's all right. Yo, son. So as you talking, um, um, uh, something just clicked in my head. And I shared this only one time and one time only. And it's like you said, repressed things that I think sometimes we hold on to. So that way we don't, you know. So when my mother passed away, I was set to get married. In fact, I knew I wasn't ready to get married. And I pushed it up because my mother wasn't well. And I was like, you know what? She deserves to see this. My mother deserves everything. My mother, de any, anything happy, yeah. yo, hook, anything happy, she deserves to see that, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck what it is. Like, I don't, like, yeah. like, yo, son, Hell I could have yeah. won, won $40 yeah. on a fucking, on a numbers lotto ticket and she deserves the fucking <laughs> yeah. bitch. She needs to know about that. Yeah, right. And any of that shit, bro. Cause my mother, again, was just such a, she's such a kind soul. But I'm gonna be honest, bro. And, and, and I have to, all right, here we go. And it's not a blame thing. This is just me being honest. When my mother passed away, son, I ain't wanna, I, I, I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna love another woman, bro. I ain't wanna be with nobody because I didn't wanna have Drew. to see what my father went through, bro. I ain't want nothing to right. do with it. 
and right. my whole my whole phase and my my worst days literally come from avoidance behavior, bro. Because in my head, I was saying to myself, "Nah, I don't I don't want to be." What my, my father was no good to nobody, bro. I remember stepping to my pops when he found somebody new because it wasn't my mom's. And I, I, I get aggressive when, when I feel like there's something I got to say, bro. Like, and this is my pops we talking about. And I'm in his ass. Cause I'm like, yo, how dare you? Like this, that, you know, like you disrespect him. I, and the nigga looked me straight in my face and said, look, man, when you've been where I've been, and you've seen what I've seen concerning your mother, then you come back and come talk to me. And it took all the starch out of my out, 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 of, out of my shirt, bro. You know what I'm saying, Sam? It took right. all the starch yeah. out of my shirt because at that moment in time, I realized this man, I had to force him. And I, I pray my father forgives me in advance for, you know, for speaking on him. I know he's a very private person. He don't like this shit. I got to, you, you got to change your clothes, man. You, you When the last mm-hmm. time you've been outside? Like you, you gotta take a shower, bro. Like you, you, you can't just sit here. And your mom wouldn't want you to do that, bro. Like I know my mother, and my mother, just like Seneca's mother, cancer again. Fuck can would you say Hawk? Fuck cancer in the ass the pink part. That part and the pink part. And the pink part. My mother, it was she hid it from me when I was in high school. I ain't know. No. Mom was just a little bit tired. Ma taught me how to cook and how to do laundry because she already had cancer and she couldn't do it no more. She would do it when she could, but she couldn't do it no more. So we're hiding it from you too. Sure, because you know, my mother was very single-minded. Single mm-hmm. mind yep. is you need to like again, we all grew up in similar neighborhoods, bro. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to be out here doing this shit. So whatever yeah, it takes exactly. for me to, for you to be focused, you're gonna focus and you're gonna and you're gonna do what needs to get done. And then when I was in college is when I found out that she, in fact, had it and it was no longer a secret. And they didn't tell me about that shit until they had to tell me about that shit. And I remember I was I, I was on campus and I got the kite and I was I'm coming home. Fuck that. I'm dropping out. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Stay your ass right there. I'm going to do my job. You do yours. Right? You go do what you got to do. And I'm going to go do mine. And I finished. I did what I did. And so, like I said in episode one, when I said my mother was overly happy, I'm thinking she wasn't just happy for me, but she was happy about the fact that she didn't distract me from coming back home and about to be doing nothing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes right, sense. Man, right, that's right, right, that's right, 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 right. And even, All and even, parents want their kids to be better than what they yeah, were. Yeah, no and matter, even no more importantly, one of my favorite, you know, uh, things about that era is my mother's, and I'll tell the story, and I'll try to make it brief because I also want to get back into some other shit, is my mother always tells us, and my mother's from North of Virginia, right? And wanted to come to New York to live, you know, and try to, you know, do better, because, you know, it's New York City in the, in, the, in the 70s. My moms and my pops met at Empire Skating Rink, you know. <laughs> Brooklyn stand up. Brooklyn stand up. <laughs> All right. So... My mother always tells a story about when she crossed the George Washington Bridge being completely amazed by how beautiful steel can be, right? You grow up, like, like we, we in our, in our minds, because we city kids want to go not away from steel and get right. to quiet. Take it for granted. 
Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But do. people who are not from here want to come see that shit. And she says the first song she heard when they crossed the bridge was Donald Burr's Cristo Redento. And <laughs> shit, fuck. Nah, man, let that out. Let that out, man. Don't do that. Let that out, man. That's what we're here for, man. Yeah. During graduation, <laughs> Donald Burr was a. Uh, he was teaching at Dell State that year. And during graduation, that I had to speak at. I had to do a speech at graduation, by the way. Tony Nock could confirm that. Because I had to get my ass up on that motherfucking stage in front of all them people and was like, why the fuck am I out here, bro? <laughs> like, I couldn't choose nobody else. Like, how did this happen? Like, but it, but it happened. But when I was done talking, as now just imagine as proud as you are as a parent to see your kid. You know, he's up there. Yo, like, damn. I got him away from the shit. He did what he was supposed to do. Probably with like a 2.5 G, uh, GPA. But we ain't going to talk about that today. Nobody that being said, that yeah, yeah, we ain't going to no, no, do that. No, no, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> but with all that being said, and then when he comes off the stage, Donald Byrd had the band play Christopher Dento, bro. Whoa. Wow. That's, that's, that's dope. Come Whoa. On. Come on. Come on, man. That's, that's, that's the universe on. line that up. The universe line that up for you. Whoa. So, Hall, tell me something. What did your mother leave you with, bro? Like, in other words, who are you through your mother? Same question I asked episode one. Who are you through your mother? Oh, man. Nigga, I can tell you don't play no games, bro. We can, so we can start there if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Sorry, bro. Look, again. We here, bro. Out, man. We here, Listen. son. Nigga, we here. That's part, that's part me. of that healing, I'm going to get, get killed in the group chat again, obviously. But you that's know both what? both of us, man. That's part of that you know healing. What? Oh, yeah, that's it. Got, but that's our support system. You got to do it. Yeah, that's the support system. You got to right. heal, man. You got to heal. You have to, brother. Because that shit was a crutch for me for years. Yo. For years. <laughs> My mom was the strongest person I knew, man. She was in so much pain. And didn't let nobody know, man. Like, she wrote that shit out. So when it comes to me, my wife would tell you, man, unless that shit is buckling my knees. She won't, won't know about it, man. Whether it's good or bad, I got that. In these streets, you already know. You fuck with me and mine, I'll shoot you till your clothes catch on fire. Yeah. That's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And my wife already know, man. When it comes to the women in my life, I'll leave here for them, man. Me and my wife, my daughters, my aunt, my sister. You don't play with my family. You didn't play with my mama's family, man. You didn't play with my mama's family, man. Whether y'all was on good terms or not, if you called her, 
and the shit was popping. Trust me, she grabbed the Vaseline and taking the earrings out, man. Oh <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yo. It's all right, bro. It's all right, bro. It's all good. Yo. What I would give with my phone call, B. Son. Yeah, man. One I mean, more football, just, man. Just one, bro. Like, just yo. You know what, Hawk? I'm gonna tell you at this at for, at me for in this juncture, I wouldn't even need the phone call because I think that shit would tilt me over the edge, yo. Just just smile at me again, yo. Just one more time. And I didn't like you the the day before my mother passed away. I was in the hood. I was in the hood. I parked in the hood. I parked in the parking spot in the hood. Yeah, you told me that. And I didn't go upstairs. Oh, man. Oh. It, it was too hard for you to face it, man. And, and I probably should have went up, I probably should have went upstairs, bro. Man, what a coach. No regrets, man. No regrets. You know, like, same thing like, with that like casket. Man, you're not looking at that casket. I feel the same way. I'm like, oh man, bro. just one more glance to kiss her forehead. Nah, man. Probably should have went upstairs, bro. Listen, if we lived like that, we wouldn't even be who we are. All right, we so be it. Be so be it. You know it happened the way it was we, supposed to happen, man. If we, if we, if, if we lived in the woulda, coulda, shoulda, we wouldn't be where we are. But you know what's crazy, yo? Can I, can, yo, can I say this real quick if y'all don't mind? Nigga, it's I'm your sorry. Show. Well, that part. <laughs> <laughs> when, 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 when I'm gonna cry because I'm sad, bro. When my mother gave me everything happy in life that I know, son. Real talk, like I can't. And a, a, a real true, and said I'm coming to you, bro. I'm coming to you. Um, a real truism about me is when I look at a woman in my life, I will always ask myself, will my mother like you? And I've made mistakes in which I've ended up with or been with people who are like, I don't know, my mother, my mother might have been cool on you, but I don't think she would have loved you. But my key stamp of approval is what, what, what my mother like you. And I mean, I don't mean like you being cordial. My mother was very cordial, but my mother would also <laughs> check you in at the door and she wasn't fucking with you. Like you wasn't you wasn't gonna make it too far. Like it would be a couple of that southern woman in her, you're gonna know. Yeah, it's gonna you're gonna know. And then it's the moment like and I lived in a building. So the moment you press the elevator and the elevator door opens and you get in that shit, you were 007. Like, I don't know, my I don't know. I don't know. You was a double up. My, my, my mother was a gatekeeper because my mother knew my energy. My mother knew my brother's energy. My mother knew my sister's energy because our energy is her energy. Again, like I said, my mother was the mayor. And the truth of the matter is, um, and it, it, believe this or not, and I know y'all niggas ain't gonna believe this shit, but believe it or not, between the three of us, my sister, my brother, and myself, I'm the quiet one. Do that math. Shut the fuck up. Nigga. Hell no. Son, get the fuck out of here. If I if, if, if I plug my sister over and won't take no chase, it'll be her show, bro. What? Son, I'm the quiet one. My, my sister is purely my mother. And when... Oh, fuck. Damn it, y'all. 
my sister fell to the streets, bro. My sister, my sister fell under the influence of 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 of, of the streets, bro. The street, a couple, man. Of, yeah, man. Yeah, right. my, shit, my, man. My, my sister was my sister was doing that shit, and uh, that was around the time when I learned my mother had cancer, and I blamed her for that shit. I did because my mother was so stressed, and you know, stress causes cancer. Amongst many other avenues and factors that we would never know about, because you know we all experiment until they figure some shit out. Anyway, you know that. Um, I didn't talk to my sister for years in any type of genuine voice. Could I? Could I? Because I? Could I? Could I, I? I blamed her until one day, maybe around like oh eight, oh nine. I like like Seneca dreamt, and my mother was like, "Forgive everybody for everything that you know. Love me." And you know, had love for me. And I called my sister, you know, in emotion and said very simply, I'm sorry because I blamed you. And my sister was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because my sister's such a jolly person. No, like, don't, don't get me wrong, but my sister's jolly as fuck, bro. Like, again, my sister is my mother for what it's worth. Like, I mean, like, I'm like, like when it comes to personality type, they like they wanted the same. Um, and I had to forgive her because I couldn't love my sister the right way. Blaming her, and no, yeah, forgiveness for me is 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 a is an ongoing task and chore. But for that, because I know my mother was not at peace wherever she's laying up in paradise, knowing that I blamed and I didn't fuck with my sister as a result, and that changed my. Now my sister, I was still duck a phone call because she be asking for shit. That was a whole other conversation. But um, I now will take. I will call my sister to check on her. And when I pray, I pray for her in the morning, every morning. I pray for her children. I pray, I pray for my children. I pray for all of our children. Y'all niggas would never know how deep it gets with me when it comes to like trying to touch a spiritual base around um, making sure that we all are right. So now let me get off the stage for a second. Seneca, what did your mother leave you with? Who are you through your mother, brother? Man, um, just a social butterfly. And somebody who's as and like I said, my mom's died when I was so young. I've learned to be compassionate. Um, like I might not show it, but I'm someone who would hold the grudge. No, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna give you shade. I'll just act like you don't exist, which can be even worse, right? Just totally ice somebody. Like you get no emotion, no hellos, no goodbye, just nothing. Right. So my mother left me with compassion and then and just that spirit of resiliency. And just to if you have a goal, you work towards it until you get to that motherfucker. Um, but a funny thing what my mother did leave me with that I just found out, Ron, and you don't even know about this. And hog, you going this. So I have a sister, a middle sister that raised me, dog. My sister was the first one to go to college and had a chance to go to Howard Law School on a scholarship who was taking care of me as a sophomore in college, right? And had a scholarship and she's like, can I take my brother? And it was like, no. So she gave that shit up and went to City College in, in, in Harlem. Excellent. Finished, but she's my, she, that's what my mother left me with, right? Her guidance. Um, I'm j- I've just been privy to a conversation that she had with my sister. <sighs> Excuse me, brother. Sorry, man. Sorry, brother. Oh, she told us. Told my sister, she told my sister, don't let the streets take your brother. It's taking your cousin, 
taking wow. two of your brothers, some of your uncle. So the, the drug use, the, the hustling, don't let that take your brother. Right? You hold him close to you. He is the baby. Um, and 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 that's what my mother left me with. My sister, my sister, also just she just she beat cancer. Beautiful. Congrats. And she's my everything. So that's what my my mother left me with. That that spirit of just having empathy and just being resilient. Um, and just and just try to love everybody, man. And just and try and just try to forgive. Um. Ron, you you said something so crazy that you know you, you call your sister. Unfortunately, you know I'm gonna need, I'm gonna leave some names out of this, but me and my family we're not good, mm. right? But, but not good at all, right? So what I do is I, I pray for them and I want them to be okay because I know my mother wouldn't want us to be like this, right? So I, I still pray for them and I just love from afar and hope hope that one day we can be one again. Right, but right, right, this right. is but this is what happens when you 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 know you come from a single parent home and my mother was the matriarch. I will not get that. Don't get that twisted. She's the oldest of her siblings. Like she held shit down. But when she left, now my siblings, we didn't have that person to keep us in line, mm-hmm. and everybody was so young, right? So you can have that that home base. But again, not not to get off what you asked me. My mother left me with the spirit of resiliency. And she left me with my sister, who I could not stand as a teenager. Because excuse my language, I was like, "This bitch is my sister. She let me do nothing." <laughs> she, <laughs> like, had a, wrong. she had a mission, bro. She had a mission. You're wrong. Listen, know wrong. Listen to me, Ron. She Listen understood me, Ron. the assignment, bro. My sister came into a house party in 1994. She told me not to go. I was like, "Fuck, I listen to her." I go, Ron. I'm in there thinking of the shit. The music cuts off. I think it's a fight. Like, yeah. They're like, it's my sister, nigga. She grabs me by my <laughs> collar. That's my whole fitted up. Rhinestones fell off. I'm not supposed to have that. She seen my beep. I wasn't supposed to have. This was not that either. Look at your ass. Grab me. Get out of here. So I, all those, I fucking hate her. But then I appreciated it because this is the person my mother left me with. Right. So, you know, she's with me every step of the way. It's my sister, mom. Oh, damn, and, I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to celebrate her tomorrow. Yes, she don't know, but I got some shit for when she come over tomorrow. Yes, sir. That's what's up. That's, that's so, my mom left me with, man. So, fellas, now this comes up. Now, we, we, we ain't get to the hard part yet, but here goes the hard part. It's time to talk to what? him. What? It's time to talk to him. Nope. They did it in episode one. We're about to do it again. Nope. Playboy. It's time to talk what? to him. I, I, Hulk, I'll, listen, Hulk. I, I'm going to start. Hulk, me and you, we, we going through this together, brother. You got to I'm going to start because I, oh, I, 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 I did it. I did it. I did it this morning and I could do it again. And when I'm done, if if you got the strength and if you could muster it, do it. If it's just thank you, then say thank you, get in, get out, bro. Like it's all good. I want to say to my mother, firstly and always, thank you. And I appreciate the 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 understanding around how the universe has the divine order and my place in whatever it is that I do is important. You left me with the ability to talk to people, the ability to converse with people, the ability to listen to people and do what needs to get done. And without that, I wouldn't be who I am today. And personally, 
or professionally, you allowed me the opportunity to be proud. And I mean, fucking proud about being a black man. And every single day, I try to embody that strength unapologetically. I appreciate your ability to allow me to be able to listen to beauty and see beauty in a way and be able to communicate that out. And I appreciate the fact that you never once showed me anything other than love. She never told me anything bad about myself. She just very simply would check me in and say, this is what you need to do. And so, mom, I appreciate you. I thank you. And, you know, in your words, her favorite term was peace be still. And when I'm in my best moments, you know, as I'm doing with my dealing with my anxiety and my depression and all the other shit that life, you know, will bring to you when I need to center myself is peace be still through you. I understand music. I understand prose. I understand lyrics. I understand nature. I understand Africa and being black. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if I could do anything to instill that shit in my children, even just a little bit, (laughs) even just a little bit, then I did more than this life asked of me to do. Love you. And I don't need Mother's Day to say that, but here we are. My dukes. Love you. That's it for me. Anybody is free to jump in. If you want to abstain, I'm okay with it. Hawk, you want to you want to chime in, brother? Yeah, man, I'll go ahead, man. Ron, you ain't shit for this, brother. <laughs> I, you, you, you could have said no, brother. Like I'm not. I'm, listen, but you, How, you need, we need. How, no, what, we know. No, no, brother. We need at, this, at bro. Point, like, at what point? At what point am I am I backing down on this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, say what you got to so, say. Don't uh-huh. talk to me. You're not talking to me. I'm. You're not talking to me. Mom, where your drink at? Get your drink, bro. If you need that, because <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the best parent you knew how to be. Thank you for giving me these smiling eyes because my wife loves them. (laughs) Thank you for teaching me not to take no shit from nobody. And in your words, especially them fucking crackers, Thank you. For teaching me blues. Thank you. For putting that fight in me. That made me a man and not a male. I'm a man because of you. Thank you for loving my wife. 
thank you for giving me my sister. Even though she's younger than me, she's my big sister. Thank you for the legacy. Thank you for teaching me to shoot for the stars. I wouldn't be the man that I am without you. We love you. We miss you. And like you said, Ron, mm -hmm. I don't need Mother's Day for that. I absolutely don't need that. No, nope. I don't need that. Because every day is your day to be. I'm good. Well said, brother. Well said. Well said. I want to say thank you, Ma, for you know helping bring me into this world. Something again, instilling confidence in me to be myself unapologetically. Um, teaching me to love myself and love others, no matter who they are, right, and, and what their choices are. Um, giving my sister the strength and the guidance to pass that along to me, um, and also telling her to lead me the right way. So when I became an adult, she was able to pass some of the jewels or that you passed off to her. And now, you know, I'm gonna try my damnedest to pass them on to my daughter. Um, thank you for teaching me to be resilient. And, um, you know, my mom's had a, a, just a high school level education, but for her to come from Florida and come to New York City and create a life um, and, and raise four kids in, in fucking chaos and looking at her, you would never know what she was going through. Never know. Um, thank you for instilling that resilience in, in me and giving me your soul and your rhythm, just like Ron Moms with the music. Um, sometimes I don't know where it comes from, but I, I do know now um, it was from you. You just... Thank you for just being you and bringing me into this world. And I love you forever. And I'm, and I'm going to celebrate your life every day that I'm here. Yes, sir. That's all I got, man. Listen, fellas, first of all, uh, yo, I didn't want to record no more, y'all. Uh, if I could be very, very, very honest, because I was sick of talking about the same shit. But this right here, this ain't the same shit. This God work right here, bro. Like, this is... This, this is, is therapeutic for me, Ron. Thank you, man. Cathartic. Definitely. Thanks, and so <laughs> Hawk you was the first dude. This. Oh yeah, no, brother, of course. <laughs> Hawk was the first dude who hit me up and was like, yo, like, nigga, like, thank you. And we so busy in life, you forget that people also going through shit. I knew yeah. Hawk's circumstance. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he keeps speaking about his wife, who was the the third, the fourth, the third guest, if I'm not mistaken, on, on one take no chaser, you know, run the AMC, you know, shout. Um, when Hawk is doing real bad, she will text me and say, you need to call him. But I also know Hawk don't want to be bothered too often. 
So when I heard the kite on some brother, I needed this. And when Sen FaceTimed me and said, Yo, bro, like he started talking. I said, son, you want to talk about it or you want to talk about it? He said, yo, I'm going, let's go, let's go on wax. I took a chance and was like, oh, jump on. I, I I expected you to say no because it's so new. But I'm so I'm so, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you, Sen. I'm proud of Dr. Stray Shana. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of I'm proud of Tony Knott. I'm proud of my man Chucky Baby, who he ain't there yet. He said it straight up. I ain't there yet. You get there when you get there. But when you get there, it's in reverence, it's in appreciation, and it's in love. And so for y'all niggas, you know I love y'all. Not to be overly emotional. You already know. No, niggas already in the group know. chat, and my group chat, we getting smoked tonight. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. They're smoking, because, they're smoking on the wrong. Yeah, they're smoking, they're smoking on the one take pack, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, if this shit allows for any of us to live in a better space, even for a moment, then I did my job and I appreciate y'all, man. Hawk, tell the people, good evening. She's right here, man. Run AMC. Oh, what's up? He can't really talk right now. Good night, y'all. All right, good night, y'all. My man, Sen. Good night, y'all. Good night, Ron. This was therapeutic, man. Thank Brother. you, bro. And for all of y'all listening who keep fucking with me, I fuck with you too, man. And I appreciate y'all. Y'all all be well until the next time. Y'all be well.